0: AMA 50, KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. I'm Gary Duncan. It's time for a moment on the lighter
1: side. And uh, this afternoon, we have Dr. Luke with us. What? No, no. Welcome, Dr. Luke. No. Hello, good buddy. Glad you're here. Well, Dr. Luke, you're here because you need to conclude your
0: exclusive account of the story of Simeon. And that's the only reason you're here today.
1: Well, well, well come on, Mr. Duncan. Don't be mad. <laughs> so I made a mistake. You know, everyone makes mistakes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But the results of those mistakes are generally not displayed on the top of my head. Well, well, you know, I'll admit my amazing hair growing plaster still has a few bugs in it. <laughs> a few bugs? It was a complete disaster. Well, well I, I don't think that's fair. You have to admit, much to my surprise, it actually did grow hair on your head. Well, that it did, but the plaster was stuck
0: so tight on my scalp, and when I finally was able to yank it off, it pulled out not only
1: all my new hair, but all
0: my original hair as well.
1: Well, on the other hand, you know, the Yule Brenner style is a good look for you. Uh, Why, you'd make Michael Jordan proud. <laughs> it's hardly the result. Why? would expect from a product called dr
0: luke's amazing hair growing plaster isn't it it's kind of didn't
1: really you know, well, do the trick you know you you, you, you got a point there <laughs> uh, you know maybe i should just get started on with my story you think <laughs> yeah, yeah I,
0: I think maybe you better uh, no Let's bring that back to where we were last week, Dr. Luke. You were talking about the story of Simeon and a story that is exclusive in your
1: gospel. Right, right. Uh, So there's Simeon. He he was a man uh, waiting in the temple for the consolation of Israel. However, probably a better translation would be the, the comfort of Israel. He was waiting for God's comfort. And indeed, that day he received comfort as his eyes beheld
0: the baby Jesus, Savior and Comforter, of the world, but you said there was something peculiar about how he responded to the vision of his Savior.
1: Well, the words are, are familiar to us all and, and a regular part of the worship service for many Christians. Uh, if you wouldn't mind reading, Mr. Duncan, uh, from my gospel again, chapter 2, verse 29. Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. (laughs) You know, it always amazes me how quickly you can find those Bible passages.
0: Well, I'm the pro there, you know. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in the organization, the the racing circuit, you know, uh, and I'm the leader. I'm the leader of that
1: Bible racing circuit, and I'm not the leader for nothing. Yeah, well, uh, but you know, Mister Duncan, uh, the, the English translation there you read, uh, especially that first word, well, it's it's downright deceptive. Oh, you mean where there's something wrong about the word Lord? Well, there certainly is. Uh, now, the word Lord is a very common one in the Bible. Uh, you'll find it very often in the Old Testament, uh, spelled with all capitals. Oh, I've noticed that, but I thought it was just a misprint. Oh, no, no, that, that's done by design. Uh, you see, there's there's two Hebrew words that are translated Lord in the English translations. Now, now one is the word Lord, uh, just as you and I usually think of it. Yeah. Oh, you mean like
0: Lord and Lady, Lord as someone who is part of a royalty group of people, Lord as a a boss? Oh,
1: exactly, Mr. Duncan, you're you're catching on. Uh, But when the Old Testament has L-O-R-D, you know, Lord spelled with all capitals, now the actual Hebrew word there is Yahweh. You mean the holy name of God. Uh, Right, and it has to do with that that Jewish practice of never actually saying the name Yahweh, the name of God. But instead they would substitute the Hebrew word Adonai, or, or Lord, in its place. Well, you know, that's all nice, it's historical background, but I don't
0: understand what it has to do with Simeon. So Simeon called Jesus Lord. What's
1: the problem with that? After all, Jesus was the Lord, the very Son of God. But you see, but that but that is the problem. Uh, Simeon did not use the word Lord, which is the name of God. He didn't? No, what, what's even more striking is that the word Lord is used that way everywhere else in the text. I mean, again, take, for example, verses 22 through 24 there in my gospel. And when the time came for their
0: purification according to the law of Moses they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord as it is written in the law of the Lord every male who first opens the womb shall be called
1: holy To the Lord. Yeah, yeah, there the word Lord is used three times. And in every case, it is obviously referring to the God known in the Old Testament as Lord, uh, Yahweh. Uh, The same thing in verse 26, which talks about the Lord's Christ. But you know, the word Simeon used, it's totally different. So, what word did he use? Well, it's a word that you would hardly think anyone would use a god. Dr. Luke, I'm already a little bit irritated
0: with you. Let's not prolong this, okay? Uh, it, I don't want a guessing game, and,
1: and I want you to get right to the point, okay? Well, well yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir, Mr. Duncan. Uh, the word Simeon used is despotus. Uh, literally, Simeon said, despotus, let your servant depart in peace.
0: Despotus. <laughs> Well, that has nothing to do with our English word despot, does it? Actually, it does. A despot is usually a cruel, autocratic ruler, someone who rules uh, only out of concern for himself with little regards to his subject. Surely that can't be what the word means here.
1: Well, I'm afraid that's what it usually means. I mean, uh, Caesar Augustus was a despot. You know, he ordered people to go to register at their hometown, uh, giving nary a thought to what that might have meant for the blind, (laughs) crippled, and pregnant. Uh, King Herod was a despot, threw John the Baptist into jail because he didn't like what John said about his wife, then had him beheaded on the whim of that same wife. But why would Simeon use such a harsh word? And describing God. Oh, that's just half of it. Uh, Despotus, let your servant depart. The word that is translated so nicely there, a servant, is, is also a much harsher word. It's doulos, which literally means slave. And that, and that business about departing is actually a word that's often associated with a setting free of a slave. So literally
0: what Simon said was, despot, you are setting your slave free in peace. I can kind of see the business of setting the slave free after all Jesus says he came to proclaim liberty to the captives but why would Simeon use the word like despot to describe God?
1: Well, you know it is a puzzle. It makes you scratch your head. Uh, well, maybe you don't want to scratch your head. But but, but No, I don't. But, it hurts yeah. a little bit. but there's no doubt, uh, you know, there's no doubt that that's how God often appears out there in the world. Well, what do you mean? Well, think of it. Out there in the world, we we find flooding, fires, unemployment, illness, death. Uh, Judging by what happens in the world, God often does appear like a cruel despot. But don't you see? That's why Simeon was waiting for comfort. Well, there's plenty of evidence of sin and God's wrath in the world. But that day, Simeon held the evidence that there was also a God of mercy and forgiveness for sin right there in his hands. He held the promised Savior who would deliver us from all evil, including the wrath of God himself. No wonder why he said "Despot,
0: let your slave be free in peace. Because of Jesus, he now knew God loved the world enough to give his only begotten son so that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting
1: life. Nice quote of the Bible there, Mr. Duncan. You might say that when Simeon's eyes beheld Jesus, Simeon knew that God was no longer a tyrant but a loving father. And it's only through Jesus we can know that about God. I mean, you'll you'll never learn what God is really like by what you see in the world. Well, You know, Dr. Luke, I just wish we could hold Jesus
0: in our hands the way Simeon did. Maybe we would be more comforted.
1: But you can, Mr. Duncan. After all, what, what did Simeon hold that day but, but just another baby? No different than any other baby that was there in the temple that morning. But Simeon believed that particular baby was special because of god's word remember what he said let me be free according to your word he said that day and according to that same word jesus is is just as present with us in our temples today okay i i see your point dr luke we may
0: not see jesus but he is also truly with us when we worship as well After all, his word says, where two or more are gathered, lo,
1: there I am in the midst of you. And I don't think it's just coincidence that many churches sing this song of Simeon right before they take the Lord's Supper. Because like Simeon, we're going to see something rather ordinary, you know, just just bread and wine. Right, just like Simeon saw a very ordinary baby, but but like Simeon, according to the word, we're actually going to be receiving the very body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, and, and what a comfort that is! For it is His body and blood given for us for the forgiveness of our sins. Uh, well, uh, Mr. Duncan, I I see we're almost out of time, so, so so let me say, Mr. Duncan, I I really am sorry about the outcome of my amazing a hair-growing plaster.
0: You're not the only one.
1: But, but you know, I got to thinking, maybe this is one of those cases where we can take lemons and make lemonade. Uh, I'm almost afraid to ask, but what do you mean? Well, you know, as I look at the results of your shining cranium there, <laughs> I think I'll just rename my product Dr. Luke's Amazing Hair-Removing Plaster.
0: Well, that's just great for you, isn't it, Dr. Luke?
1: No, no, I, I'd like to give you credit as well, Mr. Duncan. What do you mean? Well, do you mind if I use that bald head of yours there as a picture for publicity purposes? Dr. Luke, I think uh,
0: unless you want to be uh, doctoring yourself, we'd better just conclude with our uh, interview
1: right now. Oh, yeah, I I, I see your point. (laughs) Well, goodbye there, Mr. Duncan. Yeah, and goodbye to you as well, Dr. Luke.
0: This is the messenger of good news. KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org.